hard work. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are not willing to sacrifice, then you are not willing to receive from the Lord. There are many times you have told people that it doesn't matter. Do you live your life anyhow? Do your things anyway? God yet or her argument. But when God looks at your heart, what is in that your heart? Is it a life that will be sacrificed to him or something else? God looked at David and said, David, because the purpose in your heart to build a house for me, I, the Lord, will build you a house. A house. Amen. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, one of the things you can do in this house is to become a shepherd. Amen. 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 Why are you not a shepherd? Why? You can be sweeping, but it's time for you to move from just sweeping to become a shepherd. It's time to move from just singing to become a shepherd. That is the next thing for some of you. You have been doing something for far too long, you have done well, but it's time to move on to become a Shepherds are going to have a camp meeting. And I want, I want to invite you. Amen. As I want to I want to invite you. So after the gathering today, see this man, the man who is holding the um, phone and taking the video. He's called Solomon upon. See him and register your name with him. Just write your name that I want to be a shepherd. I want to do something for God. Hallelujah. This weekend, Thursday evening, Friday is a holiday, Saturday, that's the day for the camp. I want you, I want you to register yourself and be part of somebody who is not just only interested in coming and sitting down. But rather in doing something for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell us something by you that you have been sitting for far too long. You have been sitting on the fence for far too long. You have been sitting down for far too long. It's time to rise up and do something for the Lord. Now you see, let me tell you something. Are you here? When we are building our house. There were some people that were working for us. The masons, the contractor especially. I, at that time, I was one of them my first I didn't know much about building, so I hired a contractor. And you deal with all the workers, and I will deal just indirectly. So we used to call him a lot, and he called me, and he said a message, now said we'll be talking a lot. Now, there were other people who were also around, but I never called them. I never sent them any message. I never did anything with them. I never gave them anything. We never chat. Why? Because those people were not working for me. They were very good, but they were not working for me. Ladies and gentlemen, when you work for the Lord, the Lord always thinks about you. Yeah. 
for God. You see, while the guy was working for me, I was always thinking about him. But one day he came to me and told me that he wanted to travel outside the country and then he traveled. Since he traveled, I have never spoken to him again. Ever. It's been over five years. Why? Because he's no longer working if you want the Lord to think about you, then you are always on his agenda, then you better rise up and start working for him. Oh, are you here this morning? Yes. Are you here? Yes. Or you come already? Yes. I said, when you work for the Lord, you are on his feet down. Yes. Amen. 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 I'm going through my list. And it was full. So I wanted to take some people out because it was full. Who do you think I'll take out from the list? I'm asking a question. I had a list, but the list was full. I wanted to ask some more people, but the list was full. So I had to take, said, take some people out so that I can ask some more people. Who do you think I'll take out from the list? Enemies of the ministry. Enemies of the ministry. Oh, somebody shout enemies of the ministry. Enemies of the 
There are some people who are going to prevent you from working for the Lord. There are some people who are going to stop you from doing something for God. There are some people who are not happy that you have decided to work for Him. Enemies. Yet last week we learned nine enemies of the ministry. There's one more to make it ten. But you are going to learn how to overcome those enemies. How do you overcome those enemies of ministry? One day, a pastor said that he, uh, he and his wife, the wife's mother, every day he will come and say, Why is that your husband is late? Why? He doesn't come home early. Why is he always late? Why? He said, Every day. Why is he always late? Why is he always always home? Why is that? Then he said, One day, when the mother in law said that, he got courage from the law and told the mother in law that, Mother in law, please, let me tell you something. Today, is the last day you are saying what you are saying about the ministry and the way that I'm doing. I don't want to hear it again. Today is the last day. By the way, your son, who is the Lord, what time does he come home? Is it not 3 a.m. and 4 a.m.? Have you ever won? Have you ever complained as to why he's coming home at that time? How come you are always complaining about the time I come home? Is it because I'm working for the Lord? Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, people will not have problem with you if you go and sit at the beer bar and drink alcohol the whole night, but they'll have a problem with you if you come to church on Sunday and spend two hours. Hallelujah. People have issues with you when you wonder why you are always in church? Why are you always doing this for the Lord? Why are you always doing that? Why are you always doing it? What should we do? Amen. So they are enemies trying to fight against you. So that is why coming to church sometimes becomes a way. Romans chapter 16, verse 17 to 18. 
Confront them and avoid them. Confront them and avoid them. I urge you now, I urge you, brethren, not those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. Hallelujah. They are trying to compete. One of the people that are so dangerous are accusers. Accuse you. Hey! Why this? This person. Do you know this one? Do you know this? Do you know what they are? Do you know this? So because of that, you are not even confident to rise up and, and do something for God. In fact, come to check by the problem. Now they are saying become a shepherd. The accusations are always so loud in your ears. They are so loud. Confront them and stay away from them. Bishop that says, I prefer to hear my dogs barking than to hear the words of accusers. I prefer to hear what my dogs, my dogs barking are better for me to hear than the words of an accuser. Amen. These accusations are dangerous. They can weaken you. That's why you have to be very careful not to also become an accuser yourself. Because the father of all accusers who the devil. Hallelujah. Yeah. So don't let anything become an accusation. I tell you, if you allow it, it will drown the ministry that you are supposed to be part of for you. Amen. Yeah. Let me first. Number two, pretenders. How do you overcome pretenders? You are talking about the enemy. These are the enemies of the ministry. Accusers, pretenders. A pretender is one who is like, I, I, I'm here, but I'm not here. The person is like, he is with you, but the person is not with you. The person can say one thing in front of you. Oh, you are so beautiful. As soon as you turn the back, when they need say, pretenders. Oh, you are so lovely. As soon as you turn your back, the nose is big. Your mouth like the nose is big. Pretenders, I'm telling you, if you find a show me a pretender, and I'll stay very far away from the person. I prefer people who don't like me and let me know that they don't like me than people who don't like me and pretend that they like me. Absolutely. Hallelujah. How do you overcome pretenders? Acts chapter 28, verse 3. Hallelujah. By, by the way, those of you who are not writing anything down, is that okay? Everything is fine. Ask 28 verse 3. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, and when Paul came out, he got on the heels. Hey! How do you become pretending? Great fire. Ah, Kappa Kaya Lala. Great what? Yeah. 
तो क्रेडिट है ये तो Go into the ministry. When they were going, 
they took a guy called John. He saw John Mark with them. The Bible says that on the way, after chapter 13, verse 13, John Mark left them. He left the ministry. He went back. When he went back, after chapter 15, he said that I want to go with you again. Paul said, You are not coming. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Paul said, You are not coming. In fact, Paul was so strong on this point that he broke his relationship with Barnabas because of that. Because leaders are, are people who can cause the ministry not to grow and develop. Amen. Hallelujah. So, as I keep on telling you, they get, get a, um, a shovel, dig the floor, put your two legs inside, and cover it so that you are planted. After I use concrete to get Sarazola, you cannot move your leg out of the place where God is. It's not all the time that you behave to be like Jonah that God sent and he took another path. It's not all the time. There are times there's no way back. There are times when you leave another person take over your place. Hallelujah. Paul said, you will not go with your back. You will rather take silence to pass. Your sons and daughters. This, this group, one of the enemies of the ministry, dangerous sons and daughters. Genesis chapter 49, verse 4. Have you overcome dangerous sons and daughters? Now we are telling that you yourself, you will see the enemies that are fighting against you. And so you yourself also do not become what? Unstable as water, you shall not excel because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He went up to my house. This was Ruben. And this was Jacob speaking. Dangerous sons and daughters. Jacob said, Because of what you did, you will not excel. Hallelujah. The God has given supernatural powers to fathers. Amen. Are you here? So that's why you are very careful not to be a dangerous son or daughter. Have I told you the story of the dangerous daughter was white of the mother? Have I told you? Even though I told you, pretend you have a head. One day, there was a certain lady, young girl, fighting with the mother. How say you know what this I think the mother was winning. So he wanted advantage. He just tied the mother's head like this. I don't touch it this said before it will cause problems in the church. What's moving? That the mother doesn't have one hand on her head. And Sakura mother. And she has been well away for the past 70 years. Everybody thought that that was the head, not knowing that it was Sakura. So when he took the way, 
and they have become supporter. You want to look at him? Yeah.
ignorance has gotten people killed and dead because they do not know. Ignorance is not a virtue, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why you must make sure that you are not ignorant. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17 says, All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be made perfect. I pray that you will not be an ignorant person. That's why I'm not afraid when someone begins to say things, just put fear in me. I tell you, the number of people I've encountered, some of you men of God, one of God just said, uh, Do you know me? Do you know what I can do? Do you know I said, Brother, be quiet. Because you see, when you are a child of God, you are not afraid of foolish things. I told you that I don't know. I thought you were using, you don't know. I said, I don't care who you are. Maybe you be the apple. I don't care. Because the Bible has told me that I, as I am nobody, I am the apple of God's eye. Lies by day. Amen. I pray that you not be ignorant. I pray that God will deliver you from every ignorance. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pray to be a for the Lord. Close your eyes and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Heavenly Father, we bless you. Heavenly Father, we give you all the praise and we give you all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. For you alone are God. Continue to equip pastor that you can fight every arrow, every enemy of the ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are here, little Jesus, our Lord and personal Savior, the pastor, pray with me. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Lift up your hand and let me pray with you. You have never accepted Jesus before, brother. Sister, you don't know what happened if tonight you should die. What will be your end? If Jesus will come today, where are you going? Why don't you accept him as your Lord and personal Savior? Don't look at anyone. It's between you and the Lord Jesus. If anyone here like that, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Amen. Praise God for Jesus. Praise God for the Lord.